This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Another state leader is weighing in on the redistricting lines for Alabama's congressional districts. State Representative Chris Pringle spoke to FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. Pringle is the co-chairman of the committee that drew up the latest districts that were based on the 2020 census results. Pringle told radio host Jeff Poor that the lines have been and should be proportionate to population rather than race. The congressional plan that you, as you know it, is really kind of the Reed Buskey plan that was implemented by the federal courts in 1992. And all we've done since then is just, we, we've tweaked them based on the population shifts and made the, pop, the, the districts zero deviation. Right. And our attorneys... Our attorney is the same attorney the Democrats used when they were in the majority, and they were drawing districts. So our guidelines have come from then, from the 90s forward, and all we do is adjust them based on new court rulings. So everything we did, we did based on what the lawyers told us was legal. And, and I, the plans that I've seen, there are like 11 or 12 plans floating around in Montgomery right now, and it is what's – I don't see how you can draw two minority districts. We've looked at it. We've had the best people we know draw maps. And the only way to do it is to racially gerrymander this state and start breaking up counties based on on racial lines. The Alabama Criminal Court of Appeals has denied an appeal from former Montgomery officer Aaron Smith. Lawyers for Smith were appealing to have his conviction and sentencing overturned. Those lawyers now indicate that they will appeal the case to the Alabama State Supreme Court. Smith is due to be sentenced this coming March. He was convicted of shooting and killing Gregory Gunn back in 2016 and was then sentenced to prison for manslaughter. An investigation is now underway in Etowah County after a body was discovered this past weekend. That body has been identified as a missing person, Brandon Brady. Brady was found in a wooded area by those who were part of a search crew. They had been looking for Brady since he went missing on February 3rd. Several agencies were involved in the case. Former President Donald Trump is getting involved in Alabama voting after handily winning in the state in 2020 with a 25-point lead over Biden. Trump is now taking part in a video that was produced by the Alabama Secretary of State's office. Trump is promoting both registering to vote in 2022 as well as using voter photo ID to do so. Secretary of State John Merrill made a trip to visit Trump in Florida just a few months ago. Merrill says that is when Trump sat down to be filmed on camera. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency is renewing an effort to get drivers here in the state to list their emergency contacts. Aaliyah spokesperson Kendra McKinney says that at the scene of a crash, the victim could be unconscious or in shock and unable to talk. Arriving officers can't easily get that person's personal information and contact a family member because often the cell phones are locked. So Aaliyah has made it possible for an emergency contact number to be associated and connected with a person's driver's license instead. That information must be submitted to the Aaliyah website in order to be entered into the system for future use. That can be done by going to aaliyah.gov and then scrolling down to emergency contacts that are then connected to a driver's license and scanned by an officer in the event of an accident. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... The Biden administration is now considering an offer to the country of Ukraine of $1 billion in a sovereign loan guarantee. 
The financial offer would help Ukraine's economy withstand the pressure and concerns of having a large Russian military buildup along its borders. Russian President Vladimir Putin continues to maintain that all of those troops along the Ukraine and Russian border are part of exercises designed to build up tension with Ukraine in order to get results for Russia's security concerns. Those concerns involve NATO and the Ukraine. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville spoke about this whole issue while on the Senate floor. Putin's goal is to deter Ukraine from joining NATO. He wants their pro-democracy government to collapse. Ukrainians abandon their resolve to take over the country that largely despises him. He wants a buffer between him and the West. And he wants the United States to step aside and let him do this. To be clear, we do not, we do not want American bloodshed in Ukraine, but neither do the Ukrainians. Last year, I traveled to Ukraine with several other members of Congress and met with President Zelensky of Ukraine. Ukrainian president told me Ukrainians do not want Americans' boots on the ground. Ukrainians are willing and ready to fight their own fight. All they ask is for support, not blankets and helmets, but, but weapons, weapons that can help them fight off the aggression. The former director of national intelligence is now weighing in on the recent revelation from special counsel John Durham that Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign paid a tech company to infiltrate computer servers within Trump Towers and then later the White House in order to spy on Donald Trump. John Ratcliffe was appointed to the DNI by Trump during his term in office. Ratcliffe spoke to Fox News saying all of the intelligence he has seen already pointed to Hillary Clinton being behind the Russia collusion hoax that was placed on Trump when he won the presidency in 2016. Without betraying any confidences, I can tell you I sat in a room uh, last July with John Durham and with Attorney General Barr, and we looked at intelligence, and we all uh, unanimously agreed that there was a problem there with respect to the FBI, that there wasn't a proper predicate to begin, much less continue, a counterintelligence investigation uh, against the Trump campaign. Ratcliffe also indicated that other high-up Democrats knew very well who was behind these tactics and that they should be facing indictments if Durham carries his investigation as far up the chain of command as he can go. You know, I hope that where this investigation goes is that uh, that there are additional folks held accountable, not because I want to see folks go to prison, but because I want people to have faith and trust in the FBI and the Department of Justice. And increasingly, they don't. Um, you know, the, the American people have seen the text messages and the emails and the memos and the transcripts. Um, and the FISA applications, and they know this just isn't right. And, you know, you talked earlier about fairness, and they see that this just wasn't fair. And if the FBI and the Department of Justice can't hold folks accountable for that, then we're going to have a problem down the road. The Biden administration is barely into its second year, and another staff member is bailing out. Senior Communications Director Mariel Saez has put in her two weeks' notice. Saez says she's grateful to have served in the White House to communicate the president's priorities. She will be leaving politics to work in the private sector. Saez took on the role in 2021 when Biden was sworn into office. The National College Athletics Association has cleared the way for Will Thomas to compete in the Women's National Swimming Championship. Will Thomas 
now goes by the name Leah as a transgender athlete who has been beating out all other female athletes in this year's swimming competitions. The NCAA Subcommittee on Women's Swimming decided that making any additional changes to their policy on transgenders, which allowed Thomas to join the University of Pennsylvania female swim team in the first place, would be detrimental to the championship if it's changed at this point in time. The current policy requires Thomas to be below a certain threshold in male testosterone in his system in order to compete, which is achieved by using hormone suppression drugs. It does nothing to affect the muscular and skeletal structure that Thomas currently has. 16 of the 41 biologically female teammates have asked the NCAA to bar Thomas from competition. They cited as an unfair advantage in the women's division. More details are emerging regarding the Gabby Petito Brian laundry story out of Florida. The couple were together as avid outdoor vloggers until 23 year old Petito went missing in August of 2021. Her body was then found out west. Laundry became a prime suspect in his girlfriend's death and could not be found by police for months. In October, search groups found a backpack and shoes belonging to Laundry. They were located in a Florida animal reserve. Skeletal remains were then nearby. Those items were identified as that of Laundry. Forensic reports now say that Laundry died from. From a self-inflicted gunshot wound and that wildlife in the area disposed of it, the body. The inventor of the mRNA vaccine delivery system that's used with COVID-19 vaccines is speaking out against the Center for Disease Control regarding their interpretation of what the vaccine does. Dr. Robert Malone is disputing the claim that spike proteins created by the vaccine is even helping the immune system or leaving the human body quickly. The CDC has put out on their website that spike proteins only stay in the body for a few weeks, but Malone disputes that. He cites a Stanford study that was recently released and is peer-reviewed. That study shows that the cytotoxic spike protein stays a lot longer and at higher levels in those who are vaccinated compared to those who catch the actual COVID-19 virus and get severely ill. Malone wrote all about this on his Substack channel, saying this type of study should have been done by the FDA prior to beginning human clinical trials. He also says that the fact that this is just now being discovered and released to the public is criminal, in his opinion. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about school choice is now. Hey, listen, I'm going to paint the point out one more thing before I leave this, this train of thought that I'm on. Because the caller that I had before Mark from Huntsville, the last caller, who said, how do you define... Um, school choice, he also asked, what happens to those schools that kids leave? Well, I will say this. I, I sort of agree with something Mark said. The free market comes into play, and I think that was Matt from Athens. I'm not positive. But uh, the free market kicks in. The free market in terms of business is when you build a better mousetrap, people will flock to you, and it makes you then build your mousetrap better so they'll flock back to you. And, and, and basically, the free market creates competition. Competition drives excellence and innovation, and when you have the free market principle of competition built into the education system, if people are going to leave a school, then leadership looks at it and goes, well, we need to do something different here. Uh, they won't want to leave if we do a better job. And so free market principles can work in education as well. School choice does that. It raises the bar. You rise to the level of your competition. You can find more of Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and want to get those reports directly to your smartphone or electronic device, well, be sure to subscribe either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow, and I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 